we saw a really uh, huge improvement in the 10-year treasury yield for the last 60 days. So it's okay to have these this little, a burp or a market digestion or just a little time, uh, you know, the pause that refreshes, as Louis Navalier likes to say. Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Happy New Year. Longhorns lost, but still went toward up on Bourbon Street afterwards. So rain in the new year. Uh, on to the next chapter. That's behind us. What's next? Uh, deflation. That's what's next. And I know we talk about the 70s here and um, all the life events, you know, that help you have to get mortgages and make people go out and, and find new homes. Uh, but no one wants to talk about... Uh, uh, going through the big D. I don't mean Dallas, and we don't want to go through de- deflation either. So I actually heard from one of my most uh, respected uh, sources today that I, I pay for, uh, Louis, Nav- uh, Louis Navalier's Platinum Growth Club. He talked about deflation, and um, he puts out um, like a fast market condition podcast every now and then. The, like the stock market was going down today. Uh, we got like three or four trading sessions in a row. The stock market's going down. I'm not responsible for your losses, only your profits. I am not a financial advisor. But he was talking about deflation, and um, I love listening to um, some of the things he talks about. Um, just like I listen to, you know, MBS Highway when I hear um, their podcast they put out. And so uh, Louis was talking about deflation. China, two months in a row of deflation. Germany, one month of deflation. And so we are importing defl- uh, deflation, and uh, that means slowing growth, which is not good for jobs. Which, you know, we we have to talk about like when bad news is actually bad news. Right now. Bad news is, okay, it's good for inflation. Inflation is coming down. We're having a mean reversion um, on the 10-year treasury. We're getting our yields back down to a normal place, and interest rates in the mortgage business are coming down, and that's a good thing. Um, But it's a good thing until it isn't. And so when there's um, uh, so little growth and then we have job losses, that's when you have a real problem, and you have to reflate uh, the gro- the the non growth in the economy, and that's when the Fed comes in. They've already said they're going to cut uh, seventy five basis points in the year of twenty twenty four. They said that on December thirteenth. That's without all the data that we're seeing this week. Jobs week. It is jobs week. Uh, we're getting ADP payroll out uh, tomorrow. Jobless claims, of course, every week, and then on Friday, the big one, the December uh, BLS jobs report, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. There'll be a lot of information there. Wage growth. Um, obviously the unemployment rate, something like 160,000 jobs are, um, anticipated. So less jobs being created, lower pace, you know, it'd be multiple months, uh, now where there's less than 200,000 jobs created. And, um, you know, the dynamics of, of the, of the fed funds rate that affect our economy, um, are, you know, they have a lag effect, but we all are feeling it. And especially on the lower demographics, the lower socioeconomic end of our country. Boomers, baby boomers, that generation has half this country's net worth, right? So there's like $150 trillion in net worth in America. They got $75 trillion of it, right? And so that's not to say that just because someone's a boomer that they're not feeling things out there because they are, but they've had more time to create wealth. They've had more time to have equity in their home. You know, there's $13 trillion in elderly home, uh, owned equity. So, you know, the Heckham reverse mortgage um, is going to be very popular. You know, the silver tsunami means 10000 people aging into retirement. And so in the heck of world, 
the silver tsunami means um, these are bars that could tap their equity. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to sell their house, but they could tap that equity. And if things are more expensive, then they may have to. If it is more expensive, just because inflation is slowing, it's still going up. So instead of going up at 9%, it's going up at like 2.5 or 3 or 2.5 or whatever that number is going to be to get to the Fed funds target rate. And those higher interest rates will hurt our economy, especially, obviously, for things that are more rate sensitive. Um, 55% of all jobs created in America are done through small businesses. Well, if they need capital, they got to get a loan. The loans are more expensive than they've been in a long time. Commercial real estate, they got to refinance these buildings. It's, an, it's, it's expensive. It's more expensive with the higher rates. Credit cards, student loan debt is out there. We know that's a huge head, uh, headwind. Credit card debt, obviously, we talk about it being up. Savings rate kind of down right now. Uh, car loans, you know, so when it's more expensive to have more credit, which is what keeps the machine going, you tend to have slowing economic growth. The Q3 GDP read, the final version was 4.9%. And typically in a recession, you see kind of a nice high GDP and then drop off. Well, this week, the Atlanta Fed said that Q4, the GDP estimate that they have is 2%. So it's down from their earlier estimate at 2.3%. So it went from 49 down to 2%. 2% is like a level economy. That's what they're saying for Q4 GDP this week. So Q4 GDP in a country where 70% of our consumer spending makes up for our GDP. Q4, when we spend like crazy on the holidays. I had a couple trips in December. The flights were kind of getting empty. And so uh, the prices, you see the deals for airlines, it's always kind of like around this time of year, feels a little different this year. And so remember, uh, people have been spending a lot going out, experiences, travel. If that starts to come down, especially in Q1 and Q2, businesses have to make moves and they start cutting jobs. Our industry has already gone through our recession. Rates right now are lower and people are seeing more activity. They're looking, more people are back in the money takes a little time for that to materialize. Probably won't see it in January or February fundings. They go out, they look for houses, they look online, they trounce around in the cold and the snow, they get under contract, make their way to a loan, and then become a funding, let's say late February or March at best, right? Um, but So we've already gone through our recession in housing. Manufacturing, full-blown recession, 14 months of negative growth. That's, that's deflationary. That's not good. We, we're going to need at some point, and the Fed has already said it, uh, more uh, reflation of dollars getting circulated. We talk about the velocity of money. So when you see companies that continue to have these lag effects on these higher interest rates, high for longer, not higher, but high at this point, they will at some point impact uh, job cuts. And so this is jobs week. It's important. We have a few more jobs weeks coming out before the next time we see a dot plot at the end of March, which by the way, um, this week, we saw um, the likelihood of a March Fed rate cut come down a little bit from like 74% to 68%. That part of that is because the 10-year yield went up. And I, 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 don't, I don't think that's really on trend. That's more just a market function, right? So um, if you were in the FANG stocks, and again, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not responsible for your losses, only your profits. If you were in the FANG stocks, which are the, some of the best businesses in the world, I mean, their cash flow is unbelievable, free-flowing cash, super profitable, loyal fan bases. I mean, you can't get someone off an iPhone. Like, you just can't get it. I mean, I feel sorry for you. You're trapped. But I get it, and you can't leave, and then you pay for all your stuff. I mean, that is a moat around that business. 
And so those are really well-run businesses. So people are selling those stocks right here in the first week of 2024 to take some profit. If you were on those stocks, you took some profit. So when you take profit, you don't have this week as opposed to last week, your tax event isn't until April of 25. So it's a little bit of digestion, right? So we've had about three or four trading days in a row that were negative. Um, we saw a really uh, huge improvement in the 10-year treasury yield for the last 60 days. So it's okay to have these, this little, a burp or a market digestion or just a little time, uh, you know, the pause that refreshes, as Louis Navalier likes to say. So, um, you know, will the market continue to go back on trend? This job support's pretty important to that. Uh, my guess is that it will. Um, and remember, the Fed wants to, you know, they don't want to make the same mistake that Volcker made and, and let rates go up too soon and reignite the genie out of the bottle for inflation. And so, um, it, you know, inflation coming down is more purchasing power. Your dollar goes further for food and gas and everything else. But if you need credit to do things, it's harder because that's more expensive. And so 2% GDP in, Q, in Q4, uh, we'll see what Q1 and Q2 holds. The Fed has already said they think uh, we're going to have 4.1% um, in uh, unemployment rate this year. So that means there will be job losses coming. I don't know when. We're going to watch this data coming out. Housing initiatives this year, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, you know, uh, I read uh, uh, the Potomac Partners, Brian Chappelle's email he puts out. It's fantastic. Kind of summarize what we're looking at this year. Hey, HUD's got $145 billion, 10.5% capital reserve. They only need 2%. So maybe we'll get another HUD MIP rate cut. Um, I'm glad that they already, you know, the life of the loan, uh, adds like 200 months of payments to life loan insurance. That's not good for someone buying a $300,000 house in low end. Um, Fannie and Freddie coming down on the repurchases, that's good. The ratio of repurchases was high as 2009. We didn't have a credit collapse. We had a health crisis. So it's good to see Fannie and Freddie listening to the community, and that's been coming down. I noticed the no, uh, numbers come out for that. CPB, are they uh, are they constitutional? They're funding? We'll see that. Burnett Sitzer, was, uh, we'll find out what's going on there. And hopefully... The those dang pirates uh, will stop the you know mess with our shipping commerce. Have a great week. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.